My name is Dr. Brian Thatcher, and I would like to welcome you to Pearls of Divine Mercy. I'm speaking on behalf of Eucharistic Apostles of the Divine Mercy, a lay outreach ministry of the Congregation of Marians of the Immaculate Conception based in Stockbridge, Massachusetts. Our mission is to form Divine Mercy prayer groups or cenacles where people learn the faith and then build up the local church through spiritual and corporal works of mercy and to promote the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist and recitation of the Divine Mercy Chaplet during Eucharistic adoration for the intentions of the sick and dying. Our website is at www.thedivinemercy.org, thedivinemercy.org. For information on the ministry, please call us toll-free at 877-380-0727. All callers will receive a free prayer card with the Divine Mercy Chaplet on the back. Quotations of St. Faustina are taken from her diary, Divine Mercy in My Soul, copyright 2001, Marians of the Immaculate Conception. In today's show, I want to share with you some thoughts on living the message of divine mercy and how we are all called to be vessels of mercy. You see, the divine mercy message is much more than a devotion or a message. Rather, it is a way of life. Think about the last time you did a good deed for someone. Perhaps it was visiting a sick person in the hospital, or maybe you took a meal to a friend who was ill. Why did you do it? What were your intentions? I want you to listen to the words our Lord told St. Faustina about deeds of mercy. He told her, I demand from you deeds of mercy, which are to arise out of love for me. You are to show mercy to your neighbors always and everywhere. You must not shrink from this or excuse or absolve yourself from it. I am giving you three ways of exercising mercy toward your neighbor. The first by deed, the second by word, and the third by prayer. In these three degrees is contained the fullness of mercy, and it is an unquestionable proof of love for me. By this means a soul glorifies and pays reverence to my mercy. What I got out of this entry was the need for purity of intention. Why do we do what we do? Do we do good deeds out of love for God? Or do we do them as a payback for someone who may have done a good deed for us? Do we do good deeds as a tool for financial gain, for advancement in the business, or so we can tell everyone all the good things we've been doing? Do we do things for affirmation and a pat on the back? If we are, we should take a serious look at ourselves. We are all called to do deeds of mercy. Call, see, cheerfully, as there is nothing worse than a miserable apostle of mercy. A, ably and abundantly. L, lovingly, and L, little by little. For it is the little things in life done out of love of God that have great merit. That is what St. Therese called the little way. St. Faustina wrote in her diary, Pure love is capable of great deeds, and it is not broken by difficulty or adversity. It knows that only one thing is needed to please God, to do even the smallest things out of great love, love and always love. The ministry of Eucharistic Apostles of the Divine Mercy involves corporal works of mercy projects all over the world. People often say to me, I wish I could do such great things. 
They marvel at the containers of medical supplies, wheelchairs, clothing, religious articles, used computers and sewing machines that we ship to the poorest of the poor in developing countries. And in many ways it is amazing. But most don't realize that it is the little things in life, done out of great love for God, that are most pleasing to Him. It is much easier for me to box children's shoes for Africa than it is to be merciful to a teenage son who is breaking every rule in the house. It would certainly be much easier for me to visit an unknown AIDS victim in the hospital than it would be to be merciful to a pregnant, unwed daughter. Few are called to travel to faraway places and evangelize, but we are all called to be witnesses and evangelists in our own family and workplace. Many of us minimize the power of prayer and the spiritual works of mercy, fearing that they have not done enough corporal works of mercy. Jesus told St. Faustina, I know, my daughter, that you understand it and that you do everything within your power. But write this for the many souls who are often worried because they do not have the material means with which to carry out an act of mercy. Yet spiritual mercy, which requires neither permission nor storehouses, is much more meritorious and is within the grasp of every soul. If a soul does not exercise mercy somehow or other, it will not obtain mercy on the day of judgment. Oh, if only souls knew how to gather eternal treasure for themselves, they would not be judged, for they would forestall my judgment with their mercy. Many of us remember as children learning about the spiritual and corporal works of mercy. The spiritual works call us to admonish the sinner, instruct the ignorant, counsel the doubtful, comfort the sorrowful, bear wrongs patiently, forgive all injuries, and pray for the living and the dead. And the corporal works include to feed the hungry, give drink to the thirsty, clothe the naked, ransom the captive, shelter the homeless, visit the sick, and bury the dead. We should try to do at least one work of mercy every day. As we heal from the battles of life and continue our spiritual journey, we must let others know of God's unfathomable mercy. We are to be the light of the world, spreading the good news of His great mercy. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. From Matthew 5. We must show love and mercy to all, not just those in our social class or to whom we will benefit socially or financially. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 5.20 We should strive to comfort the hurting through corporal and spiritual works of mercy, reminding those in need that only He can bring true peace and lasting happiness. We are to be the heart and the hands and the feet of Jesus, radiating the merciful love of the divine mercy to a hurting world. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Brian Thatcher, for Pearls of Divine Mercy. If you would like to know more about our efforts to form Divine Mercy prayer groups or cynicals and to promote recitation of the Divine Mercy chaplet during Eucharistic adoration for the sick and the dying, please call our ministry toll-free at 1-877-380-0727 or look at our website at www.thedivinemercy.org 
thedivinemercy.org. All callers will receive a free prayer card with the Divine Mercy Chaplet printed on the back.